1: What should the Dallas Cowboys do with Dak Prescott moving forward? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your locked. team every locked. day.
1: Locked On. Locked. locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked
0: On Cowboys.
1: Welcome back to the Don Cowboys podcast, part of the Don Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use promo code Don to get $20 off your order. That is J-A-S-E-Medical.com. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Lana on today's show, we're going to talk about Dak Prescott, his performance against the Packers, uh, where the Cowboys kind of stand with Dak right now, and then some potential options moving forward. But just really quickly at the top of the show, we should mention There was an article that came out from David Moore from Dallas Morning News. Uh, Yeah. Last night about basically prepare yourself for Mike (laughs) McCarthy and company to come back. The reason why we mentioned this report is Jerry Jones loves to read the newspaper. Uh, He's got a pretty good connection with David Moore. I just wanted your quick thoughts on that before we move on.
0: Disappointingly expected. I, I would say is where I was. I mean, uh, not shocked, not surprised, not surprised that it's a David Moore article that kind of, uh, is greasing. I wish I could bet on that. Like I
1: wish FanDuel let us bet on who was going to write that piece first. Cause I would have bet, bet everything on David. I would have put
0: half my money on Todd Archer and then half my money on David. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's uh, <laughs> it feels like as soon as I clicked on the link to read the article that I could have I could have written the article, you know, like I, I knew exactly what was going to be inside and and all the reasoning and all the the you know glad handing and you know there was a very funny um, there was a very funny like little uh, uh line and paragraph after kind of explaining everything that said and then there's the financial consideration. And it was hilarious to me because the and then was absolutely uh, uh, unnecessary. This whole thing is a financial consideration. We'll talk about the economics of trying to deal with moving on from Dak Prescott or if you wanted to even do something like that. But I have to believe, and and the article seemed to imply pretty heavily, that – this would probably be a very different situation if Dak Prescott's contract situation was in a is in a, another spot, too. right? Like, I yeah. don't think you bring back Mike McCarthy uh, for one more year if Dak had you know three years, four more of, years yeah. on his contract, yeah. zero yeah. years on the contract. I think any other anything else other than having a, a one year deal, and we'll talk about the terrible money involved in it too. But I think anything other than that situation. McCarthy probably doesn't have the same shot. Uh, but I, I think we all kind of looked around after this. And honestly, I think this is something that we had kind of, I think we had looked around it earlier in the season. Like if, if Mike McCarthy goes, you know, what's it going to look like? I think we all kind of looked around and said, well, he's, you know, Dak's got one year left of this contract. There's a lot of things in place here. Um, it would make a lot more sense to do a clean uh, wipe, but I have a feeling that this was the most uh, if it, Again, if we had to put money on this, this was a scenario that we probably would have yes, put
1: money. I agree. Um, nothing's official yet. I, I think no, the Cowboys yeah. generally take a few days before they're going to decide, but that's the way that we're trending. I want to talk about Dak. Um, a yeah. lot of stuff going on with Dak. So I had, ar- inarguably, the best season of his career in 2023, an MVP candidate, and then the playoff game happens. What went wrong for Dak in this playoff game?
0: I mean, I wish I was a sports psychologist that I could tell you. Uh, I think for me, you know it it was the very kind of familiar script of just looking disheveled, looking off script from everyone else. And again, it's it's very difficult at times to kind of parse what is a DAC problem? What is a, you know, a not being in sync problem? What is a wide receiver issue? Because we don't know the play call all the time. It's, you kind of infer just based on what other people are running or how the route is run, whether you think it's correct. And, and, and you know, we're not, we don't have all the information. So it's, it's a lot of kind of filling in the gaps. Uh, but it just, you know, it, it, as someone who watches a lot of Cowboys football and a lot of Dak Prescott, it's just a feel. Right. Like there's a, there's a, these games have a feel to them where you, you, completing a five yard pass is like uh, an absolute chore. It's like, it's like, it's like the most difficult thing. There are games when you watch the Cowboys and it feels like there isn't anything that Dak can't do
1: on the football. It feels so effortless. Right. Yeah. They could could go out and have a 75 uh, yard touchdown drive with their eyes closed. And then there are games like this where,
0: it's the complete opposite. It feels like doing very basic, you know, four yard gains is it, it takes every single thing that the the Cowboys offense has to do it. And, and, and uh, I don't know like why this happens. Like, I don't know what it is. I think we're all kind of grasping at straws. We're all like, Oh, it's the spacing on this route or, or it's the, it's the Dak needs to come off his reads quicker or, you know, it's, and, and I think that we all are just trying to re, you know grasp at straws for what this is. But to me, I have to wonder if it isn't like, uh, uh you know, if a a mental processing thing. Not not that he can't process it, but that it that it's a a, a pressure. A uh, uh, he's too hyped up, is what we've said before. You know, he's just he's too worked up. He's too. Uh, there's dumb. no calmness yeah. in him, yeah. right? And, and and it's just, he's too amped up. That's what it is. Thank you. He's just too amped up. And I don't I think he's, I think it speeds his process up. I think he goes through progressions. Well, Jack even depends. said that. He
1: said my my mind was moving faster than what my body was. Yeah, uh, which,
0: L- which makes sense.
1: It makes sense. That's what you
0: see. I mean, that's what you're seeing. It's funny that people say, you know, that 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 Jane Slater article came out that said that. Oh, if if it's not his first read, that's ridiculous. It's if not- anything, if the problem is, is that he's coming off his first read too often. And he's trying to get all the way through the progressions instead of instead of maybe allowing plays to develop. I, I think he's to, to slow down his process.
1: That sounded like a defensive player who's ready for a spot on first take on ESPN. Mm. Uh, that's, they already got that take ready to go. Um, it, you know what was funny is this: the first two drives at this game felt so similar to last year when they played Tampa Bay in round one, if you remember that game, the Cowboys didn't gain a yard on their first two drives. They didn't, it took a third down play to get their first, first down on the third drive of the game. The only difference in that game was the defense got two stops right away. So you weren't down in a 14 zero hole, but it was like, it just took them so long to get going. And even in this game, their first, first down came on a Dak scramble. Like Dak's first three reads weren't there. He took off and got the first down. And then they, they just really struggled. You mentioned it like to make a five yard completion. And it did seem like, and it took a while, but once they got to the second quarter and I know the score started to get out of hand, but he did settle down and you saw them actually moving the ball. Now they had the, the pick six, which was horrendous, but they had no problems moving the ball. The rest of the game It's just for whatever reason, these slow starts have killed them. Not just, this season, but Blaine, go look at like Dak's playoff history, 21 to three against, um, uh, against Backers Green Bay down. in 2016, uh, 2018, they got off to a slow start against the Rams, uh, 2021, they got into a big hole against the 49ers, 2022 against Tampa Bay. I don't know how this is happening, but they've got to fix it.
0: Yeah. And, and, and let's, let's, uh, let's make sure we're scoping this issue properly. This isn't just a playoff game problem. This no. is a big game problem that we have with Dak, right? Where it's not that he doesn't play well because I think the numbers kind of bear out that if <laughs> as a whole he didn't play terribly in any of these games really. Uh but the problem is is that, you know, the game flow matters, especially in in playoff games. And and like trying to uh, uh have to like come back, make a herculean effort to come back uh, that's not a way to win a game especially no. in the playoffs right and 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 especially gets good teams that are able to kind of keep pace with you and keep you keep you at arm's length once they've gotten the lead so um this is this has been and i guess this is why I, i'm kind of where i'm at with this situation is that this has been consistently happening for a long time yeah. and i don't know what the solution is i, I don't know that it's a, a solution that gets solved like we, I was trying to transition to the draft, right, and start thinking about draft prospects, and I started thinking about like you know draft needs and that sort of thing. And you know, we need. I a got a theory. I, I, yeah. I, I got. But but, but I, I got a theory on how they could potentially fix it. We'll save it for a different time. But but, but to me, like the bottom line is that I, I don't. It's it, I don't think the fix here is as simple as oh, they need a wide receiver or no, they need a new offensive coordinator. It's like I agree. The, I think the problem is maybe. You know, something with Dak and that Mm. Dak needs to fix in his process, you know, that because I don't it's not that Dak can't do it. It's for some reason Dak doesn't do it in the first quarter and a half of these big games. We have to find a way to get him into the game at a normal, you know, operating pace earlier in the game, because right now it's taking the Cowboys out of these out of these games uh, in which they should have been a lot more competitive.
1: All right, let's talk about where we stand with Dak Prescott going into 2024 next. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off of our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who is unbiased in your life. So today I want to tell you how I'm really feeling about something. Something you might even be thinking about yourself. I don't know why Mike McCarthy is still the coach of the Cowboys right now. There's clearly a, a culture problem in Dallas. I think that needs to change. I, again, I don't get it. It's been bothering me all week. Uh, I know that I probably should get some help trying to figure this out. The good the, the good thing is... Uh, therapy is here for you when you need it. Most of us have much bigger problems than whether Mike McCarthy should be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys or just the Dallas Cowboys in general. But it's important to get some things off of your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online, it's designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. So visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H E L P.com. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun that I've ever had playing DFS. Because there's so many different players and so many different stat projections to choose from. It's absolutely incredible. Plus, PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second, that player is rebooted. Prizepix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you twenty four seven, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel. All right, Lena, let's talk about Dak. Where where do you stand? when it comes to Dak kind of moving forward and where do you think he is among the other quarterbacks in the league?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that this is, we're at a kind of tough crossroads as fans of him, it feels like, right? Because this was the, the, you know, without a doubt, his best season as a regular season that we've seen him play. Um, But again, to see the kind of fatal flaw rear its ugly head at a moment when you know you need him the most is frustrating and and it's beyond frustrating it's 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 i don't envy the cowboys right because you know what they need to do in order to properly handle this situation is make a decision and then make it very quickly because as time gets going on your options are being further and further limited. and maybe that's what the Cowboys want. Maybe they have made their decision like the the David Moore article seems to imply is that maybe you know they knew right away that McCarthy was not going to go, but the, but, the, but the bottom line is is that I just don't see a situation um, realistically, where uh Dak isn't the quarterback on this team this year. No. You know, unless unless you know he would have to give up a trade clause that we can talk about all the numbers and we should because I think Move it's on. it's yep. worth worth discussing but uh I have to think that you're kind of in a situation where you've got to give Dak one more year to try to figure this out uh because you're kind of obligated because of the contract situation um but as far as like you know my desire to have him moving forward long term in the future. I'm not saying no at all, but I, I I am certainly not jumping to the yes the way I have been previously. Simply because there's clearly something here. Like we can't continually ignore it, right? Like, and I think that clearly Dak has all the talent in the world to get past it. I mean, that I I have no doubt that he can get past this. But the question is, will he? The question is, how how much how long do you want to wait until this gets done, and and what what can we even do to help the situation, or is this something that you know Dak has got to figure out on his own on his own personally? Will, will getting a different play caller in help, or would with having a different opening game script would that help? These are all questions I don't know. All I know is that this situation has preexisted this coaching staff, and. Uh, and 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 had been through multiple iterations of of skill skill players that we've surrounded Dak with uh it's it's kind of you're running out of of areas to uh 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 you kind of push the blame off of dak when in in this specific situation and and, and so I, i dak needs to figure this out and i don't really know how to help him
1: so there's like this common belief in the NFL. There's quarterbacks that you can win with and you can win because of. And I actually think for the most part, Dak is one of the ones that you can win because of. Because yeah. for the most part, in a 17-game schedule, he's going to be consistently good to great in like 13 of those 17 games. Now, there's going to be a couple weeks where he struggles and against better teams are going to struggle. I just think you have to be honest about the, the, the roster. I think if you want to win a Super Bowl with Dak, you probably are going to have to have a super talented team around him. That doesn't mean that he's a bus driver or a game manager or anything like that. I'm going to compare it to, I got to see Josh Allen play this weekend. That game, it was freezing cold in the game. They had injuries at receiver. Their, their number two receiver, Gabe Davis was out Their Offensive line had a bunch of injuries and Josh Allen had like 80 yards rushing. He had a 55 yard touchdown. He was throwing guys open against a good defense, Dak's just not on that level. And he can have a better season than Josh Allen. He can have a better season than Patrick Mahomes. I He's just not the, the caliber of that those quarterbacks where in a big game, he can be the sole reason why you win a game. It's probably not going to happen, especially as we go into year nine. But that doesn't mean the Cowboys should move on from him either. They just have to recognize we can't put everything on Dak Prescott's plate because that's just not the type of quarterback he is. Yeah, I, I,
0: and I think what it is is that you need to surround him with the kind of players that when those three or four games kind of rise up and he's not playing fantastic, that they can kind of help make up the difference until he's ready to, like, smooth his game well,
1: out a little bit. 100%. And that's why my belief this offseason, I don't know how much it is about the getting more weapons or getting a new offensive coordinator. I think the number one thing that they've got to fix – is they got to get a running game that can actually run the ball against any defense and that you can rely on in these early games to get your offense going and not, hey, here's a nice 22-yard run by Tony Pollard and then three straight negative runs. Like They've got to fix the running game because I do think if they can have a consistently efficient rushing attack, that's what's going to take Dak to the next level. They just haven't had that for several years now. Yeah, I
0: mean, I I think that certainly is going to help him for sure. Um, and you know, the the question, I I think the question just to kind of put a bow on this is that it's a lot like the Mike McCarthy question in the, yeah, this situation has been extreme, has been very, very good, but the question is, is very, very good where we want to go. No, right. No, we've been very good for a decade now. So, you know, I think the Cowboys are looking at it like we need. You know, uh, we've got one more year of this to try to break through. I tend to think that it's it's mismatched priorities because now you, you're you're you know you've got one year left of this situation that you're kind of hamfisting because of Dak's contract situation. You're gonna have to go out and get a defensive coordinator that you know is a different system than what you've got. Pro- probably, it's just like it just feels like you're giving Dak one more shot on a less than a, a, a less good opportunity than what you had even going into this season. I so agree. that's what that's, and that's what's frustrating. Yeah. Yep. And he's a year older. That's, that's what's frustrating is that they're not going to probably get the
1: same kind of shot that they got this year. They're not going to have all 11 starters healthy on offense and have the number two seed playing at home. Like it's pretty unlikely. So I think you have to build a team that's going to be a little bit more I don't know, balanced. they can, that can go on the road and their style can match up against anybody. I, listen, we've got all off season to talk about what the Cowboys can do to fix this. But I think you and I are both in agreement right now. Like Dak Prescott somewhere in the top eight quarterbacks in the league, not inside the top three or four. Um, and it's a weird spot to be in because you are a very good team, but maybe not quite dynamic enough to make any real noise in the playoffs. Let's talk about some options The Cowboys have uh, with Dak Prescott with their quarterback position next. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. I know that we come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk for just a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling that if my son or my daughter got sick during a supply chain issue and it kept them from getting the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we're going to be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others, stuff that could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It has never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. On tomorrow's show, we're going to answer your Twitter questions. I know there's a lot of people that have been (laughs) chomping at the bit to ask us some questions. I can't imagine what kind of questions we're going to get, so make sure you tune in for that. Let's talk options here for the Cowboys. First of all, what do we think is the most realistic option when it comes to Dak Prescott?
0: I I mean, I think it's what we talked about, right, that they come back, bring him back one year. Uh, What's really more interesting than anything is is there if, even any discussion about an extension at this point? You know, like, Oh, I think,
1: it, I think it's a lock that he gets an extension.
0: Well then, yeah. Then I think obviously then we know what the, what the situation is, right. That he's, that he's going to be resigned uh, and, and that he'll be, the I cal- just wonder the how leader.
1: long of an extension to me. That's the interest. Is it like a three-year deal? Is it a five-year deal? So they can spread some of the money out more that I think that's the only thing that's up for debate right now.
0: Yeah, and, and it'll be interesting to see if they try to wrestle away that no tra- trade clause as well, honestly. Um I think it's yeah, one of those I mean,
1: things once you get it in there, it's hard to get out.
0: Probably so. Which again, like maybe that's why the cowboys need to maybe they need to consider not doing that, you know. Like maybe not they giving need them to an bite... extension. Not yeah, maybe they need to think about biting the bullet here, you know, and eating the money the other te- other there's other teams that have done this kind of thing before but the problem is is that you know now you're now you're being held hostage by this situation and, well there's and- no again, safety in
1: that because they they yeah. in the last deal Dak got it out where they can't franchise tag him so even if he has an MVP season and he leads the Cowboys to the Super Bowl it's not like you have that franchise tag that you can slap on him to make sure that he doesn't leave like he could leave for the highest bidder and you're out of franchise quarterback I, but I, I guess my my thing about
0: this is that what's more likely? I mean, I hate to be like this, but what's more likely? That Dak wins the Super Bowl and gets the MVP next year? Or the situation is similar to the way it is this year? And you're regretting having signed that five or three?
1: MVP? I don't think they'll regret signing him to a contract because he's pretty consistently shown that he is a top 10 quarterback. Um, and actually, I think the last couple of years, he's been better, uh, albeit from the interceptions. I don't think they'll regret it uh the hard part is is i don't know how you upgrade at all or you give yourself That's
0: the point you know that, that, like they're they are and honestly with, with with this whole situation is it's it's they are in this classic cowboys i can't get out of this situation where they're good enough that they're selling tickets and everyone's happy during the regular season and, and you know they're doing well they're winning 12 games three years in a row but in order to get Where they need to go, they got to blow
1: all the rest of this up, and they're not willing
0: to do that. You know what I'm saying? And
1: I I understand. I'm just going to push back a little bit, please. It's really hard to find. I mean, how many of those difference makers are there at quarterback right now in the NFL? There's Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and you can argue like C.J. Stroud and Lamar Jackson are better. It's fine. I'm not sure that they're a they're on that level where they can single handedly win you a Super Bowl the way those other two guys can. I I don't d- disagree, but
0: I also d- don't think that the Cowboys are capable of rebuilding the team that they the way that they need to, um, while having a, an aging Dak Prescott and an ever increasing salary cap number. You know, at a certain I point, agree. there is value to having that rookie contract. Uh, and, and a, a high-performing quarterback on a rookie contract, right? Maybe even if he's less good than Dak Prescott, because, simply because you get more opportunity to surround yourself with more with more talent around it. I, I just, I, I guess, what I'm saying is that th- we've there's there's a delicate balance between whether your quarterback is good enough to be paid and take your team to the the, the, the where you need to go versus be a rookie quarterback on a on a rookie deal and and his level. And I'm wondering if the if the tilt of the situation with Dak isn't starting to go the other way, right? Where it's like,
1: is it's this? Cra- I mean, you might not be wrong, but it's crazy considering how well he played all year long. You know, uh,
0: listen, I know, and that's the thing is that I, I'm making these. I'm, I, and again, I'm not advocating for just getting rid of Dak Prescott, but what I'm saying is, is that we year after year year after year we get you know drunk on the regular season and when it doesn't happen the way we want it on on uh, in the pro season we're unwilling to make the changes necessary to break through because we can't let go of having a good season like we can't put having a good having a bad season on the table as a potential option because that's 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 worse frankly somehow than what we've been experiencing. Sure, I, I, I'm pushing back on that, I guess is what I'm saying, is that if, if Dak Prescott is the thing that is standing between us and reconfiguring this whole thing down to what we need to do, I think that at some point there's going to come a point where that has to be considered. Because we can't just keep extending Dak Prescott until he can't play anymore, and then suddenly he retires and you have dead money and you've got a crappy team. That's how you really hurt your franchise. At a certain point, Jerry has to say, you know, enough is enough. I, and I'm not saying that we're necessarily there yet. I'm just saying that we can't keep ignoring
1: that 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 has to be an option at some point. And, and the one player that we haven't mentioned in this entire thing is Trey Lance, who... Listen, I'll be honest, like watching the the Packers game on Sunday, it's just got me thinking, not that the Cowboys should bench Dak for Trey Lance because that's ridiculous, but I do wonder like, okay, Trey Lance is the same age as Jordan Love. Jordan Love didn't play the first three years of his career. Is it time to maybe give Lance a deeper look? Um, What's also complicated about this is Lance's contract is up after the 2024 season. Do you extend him now? Uh, to try to make sure that you have them under contract for the foreseeable future? Or do you let things just kind of play out and then maybe draft a quarterback in 2025 if you don't re-sign Dak? It's a lot to take in, a lot to digest. We're going to be talking about this all offseason long because it's probably the most fascinating storyline when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, So make sure you are downloading the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Again, on tomorrow's show, We're going to answer your Twitter questions. Send them in to us at Marcus underscore Mosher at McCool BCB. Check us out on YouTube. We post videos every single day over there. And again, Twitter questions tomorrow as we continue to try to navigate this wild, wild Cowboys offseason. We will see you right back here again tomorrow, everybody.